Okay. Welcome to episode seven of Concussion Protocol. I'm your host, Mickey D. As always, joined by Big Red and Triple G. How what? What what? Um, so we gotta we gotta you know get through the elephant elephant in the room right now. Big Red, uh we had a meeting with HR this week. You were not there. Um your your Hitler comments uh are are not sitting well with the board. Mm-hmm. So uh, what are, what is my punishment then? Well, well you're on probation yeah. right now. Yeah. Double secret probation. Yeah, double secret probation. Double se- okay. Um so, so you gotta you but, gotta tread you gotta tread the line. But what here's the tell? So here's the thing. Uh at the end of your probation, which is two weeks, we will vote on it. It will be myself, Mickey D. Danny Rowe, obviously, uh, and uh, Wolfie, uh, our sponsor, and uh, uh, and Danny Rowe, it will be the uh, he gets two votes. Okay. Uh, So and uh, and yeah, he should. Oh, he's actually not coming tonight um, because you know he's still dealing with the COVID nineteen, and uh, you know, but he does. He uh, you know he has the. and he also is doing that. He's doing that uh, mock graduation for Stanford that they're doing. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. So he'll be out. He'll be out there with them, uh, or not out there, but he'll be zooming. He's yeah. doing like a Zoom thing for all the incoming freshmen. So okay. that's so apparently that's tonight. So they're still planning on going ahead and having. They're planning as if you know August twenty fifth or whatever. They're that students are going to be on campus. You know, I talked to I talked to Danny. As you know, he's a man of he's a man of science, medicine, and just overall wisdom. Yeah. And uh, you know, so he says. I said, "What do you know?" And you know, he he was like, "Hey, we we got to see this where where we go. We're flattening the curve, and hopefully, we could do that." And he also believes that sports are going to be played, but without uh, fans. That's his. That was his take. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, like, I think the XFL did that for a while too. Yeah. Oh, not on purpose. But. Not on not on purpose. <laughs> um, but yeah, also big red. Just to let you know, um, HR does consist of purely uh, me and Triple G. Yeah. Oh, so Jerry, Jerry, my peers. Yes. Yeah. 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 Cool. Uh, yeah well, sounds fair. Sounds fair. I wouldn't call you and I peers. You're kind of beneath me. But okay. <laughs> I'm your peer. Yeah, he's your peer. Yeah, I'm well above you. <laughs> Um, all right. So real quick, I, w- I want to talk about some of the hobbies that we've each gotten into since, um, since quarantine has started. But uh, have you guys been picking up on some hobbies? I got three. You got three? <laughs> three hobbies. Duty, <laughs> chess and yoga. Wow. Got a, three things. What'd you say? Call of duty, chess and yoga. Okay. I, I feel yeah. like chess was a hobby for you before that. It was, but it's like it's like one of those hobbies that like you have a hobby, but you don't actually do it. Like you just you used to do it, but like chess is back. Chess is a big time yeah. back. Yeah, I'm. Terrible, you know what's though? You know what's funny yeah. is uh, Ooh, I I talked to our mutual friend who's uh, in charge of our social media who doesn't do anything. Uh, yeah, and uh, he was like, oh, he's like, I'm. Uh, he's like, yeah, I said something about uh, Big Red, and he goes, I'm actually playing chess with him right now. It was like... Yeah, we've been playing a lot of chess games. It was like 9 o'clock on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> like 9 a.m. Big yeah, Red, did, never did you stopped. smoke him? What? Did you smoke him? No, so we, we go back and forth. He's got, he's got the juice, too, but my problem is, right, I'll be fine throughout the day, and then, like, once I start like having a few drinks, there's always that moment where I'm a little bombed that I pick it up and just sabotage a game. Like it'll just be a little too under the influence of something, and you just blow an entire game. You're just like, oh, now Mickey D, you were at Barstool headquarters when the big chess game blew up, and yeah. Yeah. you got to sh- you got to show Big Red that move because there was a move that Frankie said he was like, oh, if you do this move in four moves, you can win in four moves. Yeah, not to brag, but I was there. I, I was kind of the reason that whole argument started. But uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that that uh, big red. That's that's the kind of move you would pull on me if we played. Like you always were. Just, I would sometimes have a competitive game against you, but I never never came close to. Yeah, that's a good move because like people wouldn't think I was actually good at chess. They thought I was a big dummy. But I'd say, hey, twenty dollars on a game of chess. That's an easy hustle. Didn't you? Well, you were in the chess club as a kid, right? Yeah, I was. Yeah, so he's a loser. 
Um, How was the uh, – what you guys talk about in that chess club meetings besides your virginities? And uh... <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I don't really remember too much. Of, I was like in fourth grade, but it was pretty crazy. I, like, I yeah, remember no, I, I straight up cheated in a tournament one time. I never told anybody this. But like <laughs> I straight up lied about like stale meeting with this kid. And he like totally had me and checked me. And I just like finessed my way out of that. How, like, how, are you, how are you able to cheat your way out of a stalemate? Dude, I just convinced the kid that we had a stalemate and that it wasn't his turn. <laughs> There's no like, thing. You know, if you just say things and you're very confident, like people start to listen to you, like that's basically what I did. Yep. <laughs> that, that's actually as uh, boring as that story was. Uh, but I've actually used that move my whole life. If you just, <laughs> if you just say something with confidence, uh, you know, and then if there's a glimmer of doubt in that person, it shows in the first like five seconds and you're like, no. And then, you know, if they go to grab their phone, and like, oh, what are you doing? You don't believe me. Like I'm not, <laughs> trustworthy. <laughs> not trustworthy. Yeah. And uh, where I'm not. So they should check their <laughs> phone because they would find out the truth. Yeah. Um, one of the hobbies I've gotten into, especially this weekend, I was uh, doing a jigsaw puzzle. And uh, I don't think there's anything more heartbreaking is that when you get to the end of the puzzle and you find out your missing pieces, it, it, the, it's it, it it really ruined my weekend because I worked. That's so worse than my chess story. Well, <laughs> but no, I'm just I'm just saying in general, like you get to the end of a thousand piece puzzle and all of a sudden you're missing like one or two pieces. It just it, it makes everything it it ruins the excitement that you get from completing something that large. Yeah. Yeah, mine. My uh, hobby is alcoholism. Uh, (laughs) I and I can't tell if I was an alcoholic before this all started and everybody's catching up or I'm raising the bar I don't know where 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 we're at with that but it's like I think it's like the true colors are just coming out yeah it's yeah Yeah. and I I, I've talked to people and they're like I talked to like one of my buddies and he was just like yeah I don't even hide it anymore I'm just like he's like (laughs) he's like I used to come home and I would be like he was like I'd stop at the bar on the way home you know, and, and like one one of my other guys, he uh, worked at a bar and uh, he was like, yeah, I would do this. And then I would like go home and then I'd be like, oh, I didn't drink it. You know, and he's like, I already had like four or five. And he's like, now he's just like, yeah, I, I drink during the day. I'm like, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't drink during the day, but, I, you know, I don't I think 2 p.m. is now the new like 5 p.m. Yeah. Like oh, you can start drinking absolutely. it too. Like, I think it was uh, on Friday or Thursday. No, it was Friday. I went and grabbed a uh, uh, one of those Natty Light seltzers. Not a sponsor, but so good. Yeah, delicious. No free ads. Um, no free ads. <laughs> but uh, I grabbed that from like the fridge. My girlfriend looked at me. She's like, "It's one thirty. And I'm like, <laughs> I, and I, I didn't even say anything. I just gave her a look of like, "Who? Who fucking cares? Who gives a shit?" <laughs> yeah, you're like one thirty. Like, oh, I thought. It, thank God, I thought it was eleven. Mickey <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> D, that's funny. That reminds me of. Uh, the chef that he and you used to work with, and in the summer, right, this old eight-year-old dude, amazing chef, and this guy be whipping it up, and uh, undisclosed location, but you know, around like a certain time every day in the summer, this man would be drinking a white claw post lunch rush. <laughs> he, like the guy, the guy ate like no other. He'd be in that hot ass kitchen in the middle of the summer, and. He was he was pushing eighty like and he's he's just grinding out pushing white claws one p.m. white claws yeah well white white claws I feel like they they are hydrating and uh, with it's just hydration with five percent alcohol I think white claws are just like they're horny juice that stuff is dangerous man and yeah the time you're drinking that <laughs> yeah <I> mean, <laughs> were were you guys around for when four loco were you guys old enough when four loco probably not uh, we were four- like in eighth grade. Like the cool four loco, so yeah. When when four loco first came out, so I I had a four loco party, uh, just me and my like two friends. My uh, I'm gonna call my friend, who's really my brother, uh, but uh, and another (laughs) and another friend. (laughs) And I bought every single type of four loco, and there was like eight of them. And I was like, Yo, we're gonna drink these, and we drank all eight of them. And we literally lost my brother for like a day. Like to the point where it was like the next day I was like, oh, I don't know what happened. And what happened was like we crashed and, uh, you know, like and he decided to go out. I lived near the train station. And instead of taking the train to the city, he got on the wrong one and went to Albany. 
<laughs> and his phone his phone died he just like but when you're on four loco you're just so gassed he just like got back on the other train came home and then like the next day he just like sh- like i'm like calling hospitals and he just walked he just walked in yeah <laughs> he's like oh my, I, my phone died <laughs> last, last year one of my roommates went to um i want to say it was Santon, but i don't i can't remember which like you know big bar crawl it was but he was there with like no one from our house and his phone died on his way back. And the people he was with texted someone in our house, like, we don't know where he is. His phone's dead. And last time we saw him, he was stumbling around the city. So he couldn't get point. Uh, he actually had the wherewithal to get on the right train. And he was just, like, passed out at, like, the gazebo right outside the train station in, in the town of the college. So do you guys have do you guys have brothers? Sisters. No, so, both sisters. of us have sisters. So yeah. I, so my brother and I are a year apart, and uh, and we like nobody think nobody knows us thinks we look alike, but people think we look alike. And I've been yeah. out of our area that we grew up in for so long that when I go, like people are like, "Oh, I saw him out," and then like, but then I've had things where I've come in and been like, and they're like, "Last time you talked to me, you were like a real jerk," and I was just like. Oh, and I was like, oh, my brother did that. <laughs> like, so it's actually wor- like, but neither of us care. So we just kind of like, it kind of works in both of our favors. And then we could just, and I just, and I've been in a ton of situations. Where I'm like, that wasn't me. That was, that was my brother. And they're like, yeah, that works. <laughs> have, have either one of you gotten into uh, baking or cooking? No. When you started? No, I've, I mean, I've always cooked, but it's, you know, yeah, you know. I've just been actually doing the opposite and I normally don't eat out, but I've been spending like my bar tab money on like DoorDash and yeah, so it's been extra lazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I haven't, we have, we don't order out. We don't, uh, I mean, we do like once a week, but I used to, I can't believe how much money I saved just not getting a coffee in the morning. Uh, yeah. or stopping at like a Wawa. I don't know if you guys have those Wawa breakfast sandwiches, but they're amazing. They're phenomenal. And that's pro- and that's pro- probably why everybody's talking about gaining weight. I'm down like 11 pounds, and I think it's because I yeah. I don't stop at Wawa anymore. <laughs> I'm down three right now. I'm shocked. Yeah, I, I think that's been the biggest thing is not getting like that morning coffee because yeah. I would really like stop at Dunkin' on the way into like school or something. Yeah, and the times I've had lunch where I've brought it and I'm like, and I've made a healthy choice. Like I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have like you know I brought like some hummus and and you know. Uh, peppers and uh, i'm gonna eat this and then like lunch rolls around and i and i've come up with some excuse because you guys know you guys work with me i get angry irrationally angry throughout the day and <laughs> so i and then i'm like you know what i i i, I you know what i need a sub i need a you know i need a meatball hero <laughs> and i like convince <laughs> myself and i haven't been able to do that and i'm like and everybody's like, oh, I'm gaining weight. I'm like, I'm actually down like 11 pounds. And I haven't, and I haven't done anything. <laughs> actually, I'm going to go I'm gonna go for a run tomorrow, and I just ordered a Peloton. There you, you ordered go. Peloton. Yeah. That's a big big flex. Yeah. So I got a – Big Red, big red you, you know you know the vibes when uh, when we were working there, the, the place we went for lunch. <laughs> Me? What, what one? We went to like a ton of places. Well, I mean, you, like the the go to the the chicken place. Oh yeah, the, the fried chicken sandwiches. That's just, that's slap. Yeah, <laughs> I consider myself an expert on chicken patty sandwiches, and that's that's top tier. Right Hold there. on, is, is yeah. slap? Is that is that what the kids are saying? Do you say slapped? Is that a? I think I might just say that. Okay. No, I don't I, know I, if everyone else I, says that. I I say slap sometimes. All right. I was looking for a new word. I saw you know El Pres said uh, w- wiggle dickers. And I never laughed. Oh, simp. I never laughed so hard one. in my life. Simp is big in the vernacular. Right now. Yes. What yeah. is it? You can be. It can be. Like, it's normally in a negative context, but sometimes you want to simp for like because you just accept your your simping. What? Wait. Yeah. What is it short for? Being a simp. Oh, simp. It's like a rap. It's been used in rap, but now it's back. Okay. It's extra back. All right. So, be, oh, you're a simp. Like if you buy a girl a bunch of drinks, but you don't hook up with her, you're a simp. Uh, okay. Like that would be. Prime simp right there. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Well, I guess that's a good segue into our uh, a bunch of simps in our next topic, Mickey D. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which topic you want to go to now? Simps. Simp sports moments. <laughs> oh, simp sports moments. Yeah. Want, oh, we're, right, this is what we're gonna call it. Yeah. Sports moments. 
AKA the, the dumbest, worst sports moments of all time. On or off the field. Yeah, either. who's going first for this? I'm, who's got like a banger? So I, I actually, I have, I have three great ones. My first one's a very obvious one, and and the other two are 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 good. So I'll, I'm just gonna start with the obvious one, which okay. it's got to be number one. I, I, you guys have to have this on your list. Plaxico Burris shooting himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was my number one too. Yeah. Uh, as I was waiting for you to say Plaxico, especially you being a Giants fan. I was like, you're not going to forget about that. Hold on. The, here's the thing. Now, people only remember that he shot. First of all, he had a gun in his waist with sweatpants on, which is like, and he, <laughs> like, which is the craziest thing ever. And he shot himself, but when, like, Cheddar Bob. And when he did that, the Giants were 11 and 1. When that happened, yeah, they were the best. They yeah. they were they came off the Super Bowl the year before. They were the best team in football. No one was going to beat them. Plexco was unstoppable. Uh, everything was going, and then he shot himself. and uh, And he had got suspended the week before. He was supposed to play against the Steelers, and he kind of played like yeah. a couple plays, and then like and then Eli wound up coming back and winning this game. And I was like, yo, we got this. We're going to – and I remember going, it's a good time to be a Giants fan. And it was thanks – it was the day after Thanksgiving that he shot himself. And it was like and – then, and then the funny thing was the next year, Tiger Woods got into the uh, – his wife hit him with the golf club uh, the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm like, what's going to happen every Thanksgiving? Like, It's chaotic Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. I, I think like the biggest thing is Plaxico. It like made people forget how unbel- like unstoppable he was on the field. Like that guy, like for that like four year stretch with the Giants, yeah, he was like he was like top five receiver in the NFL. He was he's like six seven. He's fast, and he by the way he I like I never remember him dropping a pass. like Odell Beckham dropped a bunch of big passes like in his career. Yeah. Oh, uh, Plaxico, I don't. He's like. He's, and it might be just like revisionist history. Like I always say, like I don't remember Manny Ramirez ever missing a pitch. I feel like every time Manny Ramirez got up to bat, when I would watch him on the Red Sox, he hit a home run. And it's just one yeah. of those things. You got a lot of cutoff throws. And yeah, <laughs> and taking a piss in the bleachers, which was awesome. But uh, it was <laughs> never like Plaxico never dropped the ball, and I was like, this is awesome. We're going to be the best team in football for, like, three years. We're going to win. Like I was like, we would have won the uh, Super Bowl that year. We would have probably won another one after that. And then he shot himself, and it was like – and they were like, oh, who's your number one receiver? And it was like uh, – I, th- I think his name was, like, Nixon, like Ron Nixon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, what are you, you had um, – you had – wasn't it um... – Hakeem Nix? No, Hakeem Nix came in the second wave of the Super Bowl. Okay. That was like him and Victor yeah. Cruz. Uh, no, this yeah. guy was saying, what was it? Dominic? Oh, was it, Monty? it was, Do- it was uh, Dominic Hickson. That was oh, okay. Name. And he sucked. When did, when did Amani Toomer retire? Was that, did he retire right after? I, I think he retired after the Super Bowl, or maybe he might have been in that season too, but he wasn't. That's when he was in the Super Bowl that year, like he wasn't a factor. Like I mean, he had he had no. a couple of things, but he was just kind of like it was like Jerry Rice at the end of his career. Like it, you know, throw throw it to him was open, but like I could I could have made those cuts. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um. Okay. So I think we're gonna do like snake draft with this one. Sure. I think I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with an on the field uh, mess up. Uh, and being a Jets fan, gotta do uh, butt, butt fumble. fumble. Oh, fudge! Butt, butt so fumble bad. is one of the. It, like it's ingrained. In by the way, by the way, also a Thanksgiving game. <laughs> yeah, chaotic <laughs> Thanksgiving. That was the worst thing. It was prime time. It was a prime time game, and Mark Sanchez had to go. And I, have a, I have a, I have I have a great story about that. So my brother in law, who watches football now, did not watch football at the time. Never watched it, and then he told me he was like, "Hey, I want to get into football." Like going up, going into Thanksgiving. We always spend Thanksgiving away together. Um, you know, up in this cabin, and it was like. And he was like, I want to get into football. And I said, okay. And he yeah. told me and, and his other his other brother who was very into football, because he's like, you guys watch football all day and nobody bothers you. You know, I like 12, like I'm like, hey, babe, the game's on 12 o'clock. Like, I gotta watch the Lions and the Dolphins. <laughs> like, I gotta yeah. watch these four and 
four and four teams battle it out. <laughs> like, like not knowing I have like a ton of money on the game, but uh, yeah. so, you know, and they like, and he was like, I want to do that. I want to be a part of it. So we started explaining. And then the first game he watched was the Jets Patriots and that butt fumble happened. And I was like, I was sitting there in shock and we were like, Oh my God, did that just happen? He goes, does this happen every game? I go, this has never happened in history. <laughs> so it, it was, it was like, I remember after that, cause I, I'm pretty sure like big red, we were like probably in middle school around that time. No, we were not. We were in high school. I had, a, I had we were- an alternate throwback Sean Green Jersey on. I was sitting around my whole family. I was so excited to watch the Jets. And everybody was grilling me. I'm like the only Jets fan on both sides of my family, man. That was yeah. traumatic for me. I'll never forget that. <laughs> I went down uh, to my, like, cousin's basement and hid there for, like, the rest of Thanksgiving. Yeah. The, the, I think the worst thing about it was that, like, you know how, like, SportsCenter does, like, the not top ten? Yeah. And they do, like, the worst of the worst, which, yeah. like, is, like, every week. Like, this is – it can be, like, a multi-week winner. The Like, they had to stop – they had to like forcibly stop the butt fumble from being it because I think it went on for like over a year that it was always the worst. Of it, the might st- it might like, still I- run. Like I can't even think of a, a worse play since that happened. Yeah. And that was 10 years yeah. ago. I don't even know how long ago it was. It's just like the whole context. I think it was like the 2000. Somebody, Google- somebody looked that up. I want to say 2013 Jets. It's got to be. I think it was 2012. Because I, I want to say it was like a year after they went to the ATT. No, maybe you're right. Yeah. So, or maybe 2011, 2012, around there. Because it was like, it was like right after. Right they, either way. Disgraceful. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah just in absolutely, that was like the beginning of the just end. Just encapsulate. Jets. If you could describe Jets football in one play, that's it. That's yeah. <laughs> the Jets throughout time. Yeah. All right, Big Red. What's your, what's your next pick? All right, this is just a classic bonehead move, and like this is just something like I could see myself doing, and it's like all time J.R. Smith moment. But it was um, basically game one NBA finals when the Cavs were the underdogs, oh, yeah. they had that chance to to get it right, and then like J.R. Smith just gets the ball and then just freaking shoots that awful shot. Yeah, well, he he thought the game was tied, he thought they were winning, and the game was tied. And he gets the offensive rebound on a on a foul a free throw, and he has like a wide open lane to shoot a layup to win the game to win game one, which no, no one thought. No, I was I was just gonna point. say even if they won that game, yeah. they probably would have lost four one. But you were like, I remember watching that game and being shocked. I'm like, I I I can't yeah. believe they're like I was like that was the first time I turned on LeBron and I was like, this guy is really that good because this team does yeah. not deserve to be in this game, and the the look no. he gave him. Is like the look, like <laughs> the, it's. It was the same look my mom gave me when my report card came up online my first semester of college. <laughs> <laughs> like arms out and everything. She's like, I remember my. It, and the worst is, it came out. Uh, our grades came out on December twenty third, and my mom goes, she just turns to me and she goes, "You ruined Christmas." <laughs> <laughs> I've had that conversation way too many times. And that was yeah. my only bad semester, and it wasn't even that bad. It was like a, it was like a two one I had, and it was just like, but I, that like, yeah, goddamn, and uh, but it was like, it, you know, and I was like, it was, it was bad, but it was, you know, after I, I never got below three, my last semester, shout out me four zero yeah. one time, one time only, and I, uh, <laughs> I actually found my dean's list. Uh, certificate like a couple months ago and i just made i made like a thousand copies and i just posted them and sent them to my mom and just put them all over the house so like my mom still (laughs) to this day will like open a random drawer and there will be a copy of my dean's list certificate (laughs) i i got a uh i got an all like uh, i guess like the the conference that our football team's in at school they they have like their academic honor roll, and I got a certificate from them, and I hung that up in in the place where I worked <laughs> at, at school. I, I literally brought it in. I, I just hung it up. Been there for two years. Um, all right. So are we doing snake draft or are we going back to to triple G? What? Uh, we do- I got I got a I got a quick one. Uh, so just come. We'll just go in order. Go back to me. So yeah. You yeah. guys remember John Smoltz? So John, yeah. so John Smoltz, one time, 
tried to he had a shirt on to go to the game and he had a wrinkle in it and he put he put on his iron and instead of taking off the shirt he put it to his chest to try to get to try to get oh it out God. and he burnt himself and he was scratched for that start and I, yeah i think i've heard about this yeah he's talked about, about it and why that's a stupid thing it reminded me, like I was thinking of like when we were talking about the topics, I was thinking about it. And then one time when I was like probably like 12, 13 years old, I had I went to uh, Catholic school for some reason. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But uh, so we had a we had a, <laughs> yeah, we had a uniform on and uh, on my shirt. And then I forgot to put on deodorant. And I was like, oh, I'll just put it on on the outside on my shirt. And I put it on. And not like it was like a blue shirt and it was just like white deodorant. I just put it on and it just left him. And I I don't know why I thought that would be okay. And then I went and I sat down for breakfast and my brother was like, he goes, did you try to put your deodorant on? I was like, no, that's ridiculous. And my mom's like, yeah, are you sure? And I was like, no. I was like, it must have came through the shirt. And my mom, being like the nice, great person that she is, was like, oh, yeah, it probably came through his shirt. And my brother was like, I think he tried to put the deodorant on over his shirt. And I was like, that didn't happen. I was like, and my mom's like, why don't you go, why don't you go change? And I was just like, all right, I'll go change. And why I was changing, she was like, yeah, grab the deodorant because I know you didn't put any on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, like, that, that's like that moment. Or how we talked to you at the beginning, you got in that conference. And I was, I was like, I was like, oh, like deodorant goes through shirts, like, and being the dumb, dumb kid you are, like, I look back on it now, especially now, I'm a parent, and I'm thinking about like when my kids get older, and like when I was younger, like just being like a you know a wiggle dicker, uh, (laughs) by myself, I was like, I thought I had this grand plan. I was like, my parents definitely knew what I was doing when I was like, hey, mom, I gotta take a shower when I came home from like school. <laughs> you didn't do anything today. I'm like, I gotta take a shower anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. My number two. I'm gonna go with a uh, throwback to last week. Um, Mike Vick not being able to find another hobby besides your dog <laughs> Wow. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> that was dark. Yeah. No. I'm. Uh... I'm. Pretty, he definitely found another hobby. Like he. Okay. Hey, he's we're living his life now. I'm talking about before. I'm talking about before. I'm oh, gonna make okay. an announcement, and I know Sty was born in another country, and he can't be here tonight. But and I think he'll back me up on this. I'm gonna say we are an anti-dog fighting podcast. All agreed? Absolutely. Anti-dog fighting. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I think that's fair. <laughs> that didn't. That didn't sound yeah. too uh, too enthusiastic to embrace that. I'm kidding. I don't need another <laughs> HR review. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about this on Monday in my office. Um, <laughs> um well, I mean, really, this this would be the things that we talk about in your yeah, office yeah, that's time. true. <laughs> <laughs> and we talk about the stupid conversation yeah. we had on the drive-in. Uh, <laughs> Worst conversation, but, uh, ever, by the way. But anyway, we'll yeah. we'll do that another week. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Michael Vick was uh, it was shocking. And I, I, the only re I like Michael Vick. I actually went, one of my buddies went to West Virginia and I went down to see him one weekend, which is like a 12, you know, eight hour drive. Me and a bunch of guys got in a car. We drove down a couple cars. Uh, and we went down and actually it was weird. Cause he was actually my, my girlfriend at the time. It was her brother. He was at West Virginia. And yeah. uh, we went down there and he was like, hey, do you want He's like, when we were at a party, he was like, you want to you want to talk to some girls? And I'm like, I don't like I, I don't know if this is a trap or not. Like, I don't like I don't want to <laughs> talk to any girls like I, you know, like I was like, I have a girlfriend. Like, but I was like, I, was he trying to set me up? Like, I was so confused. Like the, the question like ruined my night. Like it was like I was like, what's he trying to do? And then like I talked to him about it. Like, <laughs> Like no, he's like I. He's like I just didn't care if he cheated on my sister. <laughs> like, I was like, yo, I thought about that question from like you said that at eight o'clock. I thought about it from eight till three o'clock in the morning. And then the next day we watched Michael Vick come. Uh, West Virginia went up. This was the year they went undefeated and lost to I think I want to say Florida State or Miami. They lost to. Uh, they lost to one of those teams in the fight. It was Florida State. It was Florida State. And uh, Michael Vick was just like, 
they were down. I was, it was, I was going to rush the field. Like I was so excited. Like I was like, Oh my God, my first college football game. And I'm going to rush the field. And Michael Vick just, it was like 22, 21. And he just, and they had the ball in the 20 with like 18 seconds left. And he just took off for like a 75 yard run and got tackled at the 20, <laughs> called the timeout and kicked the field goal. And it was like the most depressed. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever been to a game, like a rush the field, but I was like, Oh my God, we're going to rush the field. And my buddy's like, yo, we're going to rip down the goalposts. I was like, this is amazing. And then Michael Vick. So, you know what? And he's a dog killer. You know, I'm out on my fuck Michael Vick. <laughs> Andy B. Yeah, uh, yeah, that too. But... Um, yeah, no, like, you you hear about dumb, like, celebrity investments. Like, oh, it's like this guy bought an island. I would have rather him do yeah. that kind of dumb with his money. Vince Young spent all his money at like Chili's or like a ch- cheesecake factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were like, he had a $60,000 tab at Cheesecake Factory on that 30 for 30 broke. And I was like, wait, what? wait, what? <laughs> Yo, that's a great rabbit hole to go down is Vince Young like highlights on YouTube. That's I'll tell you, he played yeah. in the greatest that's game a, I've ever seen. That, that was the greatest like football game I've ever seen was Texas. Texas, Texas USC, like, was yeah. just so, like, like USC had it. They were, like, up 11, and it, they were supposed to win, and all of a sudden it was just, like, you're going to let Texas in this game, and then he just came back, and it was just, like, and he just couldn't yeah. miss, and it was it was so wild. Yeah. And, like, Reggie Bush was on the USC team, and wasn't Lendell White? Yeah, the Lendell White, Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. Yeah. Uh, there was another guy, uh, Jervis was this like receiver that was supposed to be so highly touted and he just stunk. Yeah, usually happens. Um, all right, Big Red, do you want to get your third pick? Second pick. Oh, yeah. So this was this is like another iconic one for like our generation, right? Uh, is I mean, it's iconic for everyone's generation, but just remember being young watching this and like. The aesthetic of like the Seattle Seahawks being in the Super Bowl. Like they have this young team. They're gonna do it again after like crushing Peyton Manning. Like Russell Wilson's about to beat Tom Brady. Yeah. And then the Seahawks don't run the ball in the Super Bowl versus the Patriots. Yeah. Not on that, two yard line. Not only that, but like there's ball. a couple moments in sports history, and maybe we'll do a list of this next week, but like where it would have been the biggest play in the world if the ending turned out differently. Like there's like there and two things come to mind. Yeah. It's uh it's that catch I think Doug Baldwin had like right before that to the five yard line where it like fell on him. Golden Tate. And uh and then uh like Andy yeah. Chavez had this amazing catch in two thousand six for the Mets. And like obviously you guys know I'm a Mets fan, but he made the most amazing catch ever. And it would be if the Mets won the World Series that year or won that game. This would be considered the greatest catch of all time. It was one to one. He went up, he caught it. Yeah. Oh, like just unbelievable. It was a double play and uh, it just never happened. And that's exactly like that play before that just never happened because Pete Carroll decided to throw the football for some reason. With, by the way, <laughs> probably the most unstoppable uh, back outside of Derrick Henry now uh, that has played the game in the last 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah seriously like Monster, that's just insane Monster, like, like remember what i said before exactly i never i never saw manny ramirez like miss a pitch like that i never saw marshall uh marshall lynch get stopped for a loss like never yeah i i remember like afterwards there were like people on tv and twitter like trying to throw out stats be like well actually um marshall lynch his his stats from the goal line aren't aren't that astronomical like aren't that impressive and I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. It's the Super Bowl. Just give it to him. Like, it's more it was first down. He was going to get, get one of the four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, it, it kills me because the Patriots won that Super Bowl and people just keep, you know, like blowing Tom Brady because of it. <laughs> all, yeah, all-time press conference. All right, who's up? Oh, I do have the last pick. And I I don't think you guys are going to know this, but you can, you can relate to this. Uh, So the Dallas Cowboys in the nineties were like this, uh, they were like an unstoppable force. And uh, no, 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 it's not what you're thinking. It's not Leon Lett. Okay. Uh, It is, there was a guy named Nate Newton 
uh, on their team. And he was, yeah. I so know he was a force. I, and I, so he got arrested with two, I looked this up beforehand, 213 pounds of marijuana. Right. Hold, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> oh my this gets God. worse. So he got arrested. One week <laughs> later, after he gets arrested, it gets confiscated. He's out on bail. He gets arrested with 175 pounds of marijuana. And that, so then he gets arrested. And here's the thing about this. And it's like, oh my God, this idiot. And this is when the Cowboys were falling apart. Michael Urban's doing coke all over the place. Like it is like, you know, Jerry Jr. Yeah, Jerry Jones is banging strippers. Like everything's going. The Cowboys are falling apart, which is great (laughs) as a Giants fan. But then Nate Newton gets up, and uh, so I was probably like sixteen, seventeen when this happened. I think it was like ninety eight in that area. And he goes, uh, "They were like, what? You know, you had all. You're clearly trying to sell marijuana." And he goes, "No." I, this was for personal use. And they were like 175 pounds. And he goes, yeah, I never wanted to buy weed again. And I was like, hold on. That's not that bad of an excuse. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, that's really that, not. That is, like, if you had a humidifier room, like I pictured, I was like, if I was a millionaire and I was like, I have a humidifier room and I'm like, where I could keep this and it's going to stay safe. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to buy one big shipment of weed one time and I'm just going to keep it whether I'm smoking or not. Like, you know, right now, like I don't do it like, but in the future I will, you know, like, and I just had this one room where I could just go in. I was like, I'm going to make one purchase and so, think about it. How many times you go out like to buy, you know, to buy weed, you got to talk to somebody. You got to be like, Hey, we got to meet up. It smells, you know, now they got the vape, they got the cartilages, you got all this stuff, you know, you know, and obviously it's becoming more yeah. and more legal, but if you think about it, if you had this one time in the back then when, you know, it was the war on drugs and people thought weed was really bad, especially in the 90s. Like if you had yeah. that one time where you were just like, yo, I'm just going to buy 175 pounds of weed and I'm never going to have to talk to another drug dealer again. Like that excuse made sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's in your own home. Like you never have to worry about like. Yeah getting like search or anything like because really like who's gonna look for who's gonna go into an nfl like player's what? home and look for that weed if you're a cop no one also yeah. he's like a 300 pound lineman like you know, like yeah. probably you know how many times like every, i swear every time i've ever scraped a bowl or done something and i look down and i just like nate newton would have had this problem if he didn't get pulled over and this is also like you're 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 kind of an idiot for going 85 <laughs> miles an hour in a 60 with 175 pounds of weed when the week before you got arrested with yeah. 213 <laughs> you better be driving the exact speed limit. like in 65 you're yeah you know what's funny is i remember it like being younger and you, i don't know if you get like people would be like hey don't drive the speed limit because that makes you look suspicious make sure you go like five miles over and now that i know cops they're like no if you're going the speed limit we can't pull you over <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah. legally they but that was that was like the big theory the they were like yo don't go 65 make sure you go 70 and it's like no if you go you could go 40 and no one and you're not getting pulled over <laughs> <laughs> um all right i think i'm gonna go back to it on the field one let's see oh um <laughs> bill yeah. grammatica i just i remember I don't even think I was like alive for this one, but I remember just seeing it all the time. Like on like Sports Center, they're just talking Automatica about the, Dramatica. The Dramatica and how dumb he was. Yeah, and he celebrates this this field goal. I don't even think it was like a big deal field goal. He had a tw- and he, he had a twin and brother, and they both used right to do it. And by the way, that field goal wasn't like he made like a sixty-one yarder. He made like a thir- He made like a thirty-seven yarder, like with no. the wind at his back. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Uh, in, like, against like yeah, against like Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, and he, he celebrates it like he just won the Masters and absolutely just destroys his ACL. And I, I, I think like the best thing about it is like the fact that they have it all on video, and the fact that like he's so pumped into sheer just oh shit, just like that pure oh shit moment is amazing. <laughs> Just unbelievable. <laughs> uh, Big Red, your final pick. 
Um, my final pick. Yeah, I I was gonna say. I was going to go with just Jets. Like, this is off the field, but this is – I'm going with Jets draft picks yeah. in general. This is general. Just this is general. It's so historically bad. And you know what the thing about the Jets is that's just interesting about them? Like, they are a bad team, but they're, a, they're never the objectively, like, the worst team in the NFL this season. Yeah. So, they're, yeah. like – they're always, like, just skimming under, like, the rest of the awful teams. And they just, like, have these mid-level draft picks that just always turn out to be – Incredibly below average players, and it's just, it's just so dreadful. And if you just go on Wikipedia and look through Jets draft picks, it's just it's, so depressing um, and sad. It's heartbreaking. And like and it, the, the worst thing is like the second round. We like the Jets are the worst second round team. I think I think the, that's uh, a, probably in the history of the NFL, right? Like, like they they've never had yeah, like a like, second it, round like player we, the, make it the, the to, like <laughs> through their first contract. It, it's something crazy like that. Like, at least like the last five years, because we've had like Stephen Hill, uh, Jason Morrow. Oh, uh, Stephen, what's the guy out of uh, OSU? Smith. Uh, all right, I gotta be. I gotta oh, be honest. Um, if we're if we're if this podcast is talking about yeah. second round draft picks of the Jets, we're not going anywhere. Next topic. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Jets draft picks. Awful. Depressing. Yeah. Sad. That's where I'm hanging up my dumb sports moments. All right, that was worst sport, uh, or right. most sports. Ad, quick ad read. Time. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, we're gonna get into an ad read. Um, this podcast is sponsored by Jason Wolfhart from Snap On Tools. You can use him for all of your Snap On Tool needs, and you can find him at, on Facebook at Jason's S Snap On Tools, <laughs> and use promo code Triple P at checkout. Again, and and like that page because he's hosting. He's doing auctions now where he has tools that you can like, so 20 people throw in like 10 bucks each you can and get you get to pick out of like, it was like a, yeah. uh, a ratchet set, uh, um, screwdrivers, uh, all the tie high end stuff. I don't know. I'm not a tools guy, but uh, he's, you know, but he had a nail gun, a drill yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's like $500 worth of stuff that you could get and you could just bid on it for 10 bucks. And if you were, I yeah, would, I would, I would, I would just trust me. Go on, go ch- go check it out. I I did one this weekend, and I was, I actually he did it today. He did a drawing today, yeah. and I lost, and I was so pissed. But he, I was like, yo, you got to keep doing these. Yeah. All right. So go on the Facebook, uh, go follow, and uh, while you're at it, go follow the uh, yeah. discussion protocol Twitter page too. Um. All right. So our next topic, we are going to talk about um. I'm sorry. We'll cut that real quick. I got. I wrote this down. Oh yeah. Okay. So, uh, next topic: things that you hate that people love. And I, I am big on this topic because I feel like I have some, some things, some beloved like food, especially. That I All right. Uh, so you start it off. Go first. Okay. So number one, I think I think we've talked about this in the past oh. is the fact that I hate ketchup. Like that I absolutely despise ketchup. Yeah, I, I think it is. Just, I think it is overpowering. If you put it on a burger, your burger tastes sweet, and I hate that. And like if you like fries, nope. if you have good fries, Wrong. you don't need ketchup. But like, anyway, it, but there also is like good. so. I have a weird thing about ketchup is I love ketchup. Like I'll, I'm like if I I put it on yeah. my burger I'll dip the burger in a little pile of ketchup French fries you know if, it, if there's anything where I'm like I can put ketchup on it like a, a Philly cheesesteak ketchup like a- anything I can put ketchup on it, I will except I get physically yeah. revolted when people put ketchup on hot dogs like to the point where I can like yeah ketchup on hot dogs is a like you're a child, like you're a child who got left yeah. in a room with a priest at some point. Like I don't know what's wrong with you. Like I can't. My see, my mom loves mustard. Mustard is like like she has every there, kind of mustard. There's a Jewish mustard that is the best and mustard of all time. But anyway, go. Hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. There's some yellow mustard. yellow mustard is also a psychopath. God's your condiment. Plain plain yellow mustard. 
Yes. Yeah. It's you know what? I could go yellow mustard on a ballpark hot dog. It's the only time I'm touching yellow. That's true. That that that's true. But like, yeah, you also have to be at the ballpark. I think. I think that's needs to be the scenario. But I, my mom has a has a a wild take where she says a hot dog is merely a vessel for you to have mustard. And I thought that was a wild take, but. I mean, I I'm a big fan of mustard. I I'm a, I like mustard, mustard too. Like things. I said, it's got to be spicy. It's my favorite mustard is the Jewish mustard. Yep, I think it's like baptisma or something like that. I don't know what's called, but it's that's uh, the Jewish mustard's the best. And uh, and and it's and you can't get I'm it all year round. So when it comes around and it's kind of like, John. I'll be talking to the guy at the supermarket and he'll be like, "Yo, he'll we're be in like trench coats." He'd be like, you got that, you you got that Jewish mustard. He's like, Passover, yeah. <laughs> pa- Passover is right around the corner, and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. hook me up. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, a, a good thing, Gross. egg salad. You put tomato in there, put a little bit of spicy mustard, spicy mustard and egg salad, delicious. All right, so we all like mustard, but what's something yeah. that we hate? Okay, so, so, you're you're up next. All right, I'm up. Yeah. Well, I was gonna go. I, I have a bunch of things that I, that I hate that people like, but this one, I, I just feel the need to share on this. But I'm gonna go with graduation, oh, yeah. graduation, like graduation ceremonies in general are just so awful. And all these kids, uh, a lot of the peers that I have are butthurt on the social media about that they're not gonna be able to sit through their graduation in the heat at some bullshit stadium and sit through uh, two thousand kids getting their name read aloud. Yeah. And just be sweating and drunk and just sitting there for, for nothing. It's for where, where paper. graduation going to be, Big Red? I don't know. And I don't care. And I'm hey. so happy that yeah. I don't have to do my – I've done a graduation <laughs> ceremony twice. I did one for eighth grade. I did it for high school. Three freaking times. It's Jesus a, Christ. Ever since it's no a, gru- it's a group of people who have to pee. That's all graduation <laughs> is. Like, because you just sit there and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have drank <laughs> yeah, before <absolutely>. this. <laughs> The, I, I, I felt like I, I would be able to sit through my graduation pretty good because uh, – or pretty well. I don't know what the proper English is. Because um, my sister, she went to, like, a very big college. So it was a really big graduation, a lot of kids. And luckily, like, our last name starts with a B, so it was pretty early on. But still, you have to sit through a lot of people. I go to a very small school, not that many people. And I was really excited for it to be like. A, a I just realized I don't know either of your last names, and I used to sign your checks. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> amazing. All right. So mine is. Mine is. Uh, um, and I think I brought. I think yeah. I brought this up. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two. Uh, well, you know what? I'm gonna do all three of mine right now because, uh, and my three in this in the. Uh, in the interest of uh, time cons- uh, constraints, I'm going to give all three of mine. So it's ice cream, massages, yeah. and parades. <laughs> I love. Okay. I hate. So I hate I massages. massages and I love ice cream. So uh, I, I hate being touched. I hate people touching me. I hate people. Well, you guys know I hate people talking to me sometimes. Like uh, I hate just the yeah. physical. Like people touching me. Like when I. And it's weird because people are like I love massages. I am physically ill when people are touching me. Like even like if I'm not having, if I'm, <laughs> if we're not banging. I don't want to. And then I remember one time I had <laughs> this is funny. I pulled. I had a. Uh, I threw my back out like bad, and I've I've always had back problems since uh, since Iraq. Shout out yeah. me. Uh, but um, they, I was like, oh. And my wife's like, go get a massage. And uh, my father-in-law was like, oh, I have, a, I have this like standing appointment. You could have it. And I was like, all right. So I went and and I went there and they were like, oh, uh, they're like, Stavi will be with you in a minute. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Who's, who's going to be with me in a minute? And they're like, it's a guy. And I like, and the guy came in and I was just like, hey, and I'm, it could be like, you know, uh, you know, Jessa Rhodes could came in and I, you know, I'd still be uncomfortable getting just a massage. Uh, not Korean, not Korean, but um, she, yeah. he comes in and he's just like, and he, I was like, hey, I'm kind of, he's like, trust me, you're gonna, uh, I'm gonna, he's like, I'm gonna make you feel great. And I'm like, because you're not helping the situation at all. Like, <laughs> 
And then he goes in, and the thing was, he was so <laughs> tough, like massaging me. But I, it was like another guy. So if it was a girl, I would have been like, "Hey, yeah. that's you're being a little rough." But I didn't want to like back down. I was, I was, yeah. I yeah. just, I just got, I just got beat up for an hour. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if I got up and walked away, and he's like, "Oh, by the way, you, you used to pick on my son in high school," and just walked out because I felt physic, I, I felt physically abused. <laughs> the, the last time I got a massage, it was actually, it was actually at this really nice spa. It was a gift, um, and so I got to go to this really nice spa, get a massage, and I I go in there, and the lady that comes in is like this very small Asian, like she must be like four eleven, four ten. She's like, I'm like I don't even, I don't even think you can like reach over the bed to like massage, me. and. Like, but like, I'm lying on my stomach, and like, it literally feels like there's knives going into my back when she's massaging me. And it was kind of the same thing. I didn't want to say that I did like it, it didn't yeah. feel good because I feel like I'd look like a bitch. I was like, I was like, <laughs> I think at one point, like I winced a little bit, and she was like, like yeah. too hard, and I was like, no, 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 you're good. <laughs> and then she just went back another. Yeah, our to- it's toxic like, masculinity that like we ha- we have to kick this trend. We have to start. Yeah. You know what? Him too. We have to start saying at massage parlors. Him too. Oh, and he, so anyway, yeah. <laughs> just not a big sweets guy, uh, you know. So, but anyway, parade. I don't understand. Savory over ten parades. And by the way, there's a parade coming because people are stupid and they want to reopen <laughs> America during this crisis. So they're going to have a parade just like they did in 1918 yeah. uh, with the Spanish flu. And everybody's gonna die. Yeah, and, uh, you know what? If you attend a parade, yeah. I hope you die. <laughs> you're just asking um, for it at that point. Especially if you're going to that parade. Yeah, I, I honestly hope. And it, you go to you go to any um, par- any parade. Like there's right, like so uh, you know my grandmother. Parade. God, you know God bless her. Great woman. She's like, hey, will you march in the uh, Memorial Day parade? I was like, no. And uh, she's like, no. I was like, why? And she's like, why? I was like, because when I'm walking down the street in the parade, I'll just be looking at everybody thinking, look at these assholes. Like, who comes out for a parade? Yeah. <laughs> assholes. Especially for, like, it, that's the wild thing to me is, like, we have a parade for every holiday. It, it makes no fucking sense. Like, the only, the only parade I would ever go to is maybe, like, St. Patty's Day in the city just because I'd be able to bar crawl right after. That's a great parade. That's yeah. just blitz and you just yell Irish shit. Yeah, exactly. That, that's the only one I would, I would ever go to. Yeah, just you know, the, just, uh, just for Irish the St. Patrick's Day parade, uh, you know, they were like talking about, they're like, they're going to cancel because that was when the height of the virus was. It was like, and that was like right on the brink of like, start, are we, are we quarantining? Or are we not? And they were like, we're going to cancel the St. Patrick's Day parade. And people are like, oh no, you know, somebody, one guy in my office, like, Oh, my neighbor's been there yeah. every year for forty years. I was like, "Your neighbor's a loser." Like, like, and I've been to the parade. I went down. <laughs> it's, it's just jam-packed people. Like, if you want to celebrate St. Patrick's Day, go for it. Don't go to New York City. It's the worst. Don't go to New York City anyway. Uh, it's and you have this parade, and every bar's packed. By the way, and then every this is even before this. Everybody in the bar is either a cop or a firefighter, so they're just they're just out there, and yeah. uh, they're they're getting all the drinks. And it's just like, and you're just standing there, and it's just like, where's everybody pissing? And you're like, oh, and then you look down at your feet, and you're like, oh, my feet are covered in piss. Awesome. Saint pa- Saint Patrick, <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, that, you know what I said? I was like, good. if you go to Saint Patrick's Day parade this year, coronavirus is the sixth worst thing you're going to catch. Yeah, that girl from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, she's actually from Long. Um, she's actually from Long Island, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, I'm gonna go with my final two because um, they're they're kind of similar. Um, I, I feel like these are loved more of nostalgia, and I've always hated them. Is s'mores? I actually and I actually uh, hate those both as well. Like I, I'm, I'm just s'mores are disgusting. They're gross. They're it's a fat yeah. kid. It's a fat kid food. Uh, I'm kind of surprised yeah. you're not into it actually. Um, but um, 
and uh, cotton <laughs> candy. I like it's just sticky. It's disgusting. Same thing. Like I don't like this stuff on my hands. Again, I don't like being touched. I don't yeah. like being covered and shit. But the thing that threw me off about cotton candy the first time I ate it, I still remember as a kid. I kept looking down, thinking I dropped some because it just dissolved so quickly in my mouth. And then I was just like, and then I yeah. had a sugar high, and it was just like, you know, it was like, yeah. and it's pro- yeah. It's like your your first introduction to kid cocaine. I, 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 yeah, even as a kid, like when when people said, "Oh, we're gonna make s'mores," I was really just more interested in having the chocolate. But even now, I I don't I'm really not a big fan of chocolate either. But like s'mores, I hate graham cracker. I think marshmallow is one of the most overrated foods of all time. Like marshmallow fluff, overrated. Uh, cotton candy just absolute worst of kids foods you of, of kids candies you can think of and 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 people seem to love like cotton candy flavored like we talk about ice cream cotton yeah, candy i love cotton candy ice cream oh it's my gross. god it's terrible it's no it's not fun. that's a great flavor no it's not i'm not even a big ice cream guy but I'll i i actually do I hope you I die on, I saw that this on instagram it was like oh. <laughs> like the cotton candy like imagine there's like <laughs> a little cotton candy ice cream hill and it's like oh there's big red you know like what happened and like he died on it we did and we could have saved we they're like why didn't you give him like cpr and i'm like no he died on that hill <laughs> yeah <laughs> um there was like this thing on, on instagram it was like a video of like someone making a dessert Gross. burrito and it was like cotton candy ice cream they put like funfetti, they could like funfetti sprinkles all wrapped up in like cotton candy and i was like who the fuck is eating this like what adult what well-respecting adult is eat is putting that shit in their body sometimes you just gotta do some self-loathing <laughs> listen i have a dessert fat, burrito i know self-loathing more than anyone but i would never eat that yeah <laughs> all right big red what are your last two all right so i just wanted to speak to like one of gary's was the touching thing and that's a, that's a multifaceted um disliking part because you know what's huge is the freaking the cheek kissing unwarranted cheek kissing the fact that some people think they deserve a cheek kiss uh, hello like where do they get the audacity <laughs> and another thing i hate is putting like uh any coffee that isn't I can respect the dash of milk in the coffee, but watching people get coffee dessert, that just throws me off. I just cannot stand that. Coffee okay. should be utilitarian. Get your black coffee. Get your. Uh, Have you guys ever gave somebody uh, a kiss the on the cheek or a hug where it was just, you just realized like even before you should have did it and then you were like, that was just weird. And everybody kind of went wrong. I. I, yeah, I, I have too many like, times. Burned in my memory, especially one. It was one of the other parents, and I was just like, and I hadn't seen her in a while, and they're like, she was friends with my wife, but we weren't really friends, and like, and then you get this like cross contamination with Facebook, where you think you're better friends with somebody, and then I remember I wanted to be invited to like this party she hosted, and yeah. I went in and I just hugged her, and I was just like, oh fuck, like I was like, this is weird, and it just felt weird. I know she was like, it was weird, and then. Like I was like, she's like, oh, you know, what time are you picking up your daughter? And I was like, I'm not, cu- I'm not coming back. Like, you, you, like if her mom doesn't pick her up, you have to keep her because I'm, <laughs> I don't want to talk to you ever again. And I haven't seen that. That was like three years ago, and I haven't seen her since. So I made my kids transfer. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm on, I'm on board with uh, I'm not on board with the coffee because I mean, actually. I don't really care. I drink my coffee anyway. I get it. Like people, I like this I morning. Only, I have black I only coffee drink and bl- I, I black fine, iced coffee. That's all I, I drink. do. Like I, I do like. I don't. If you That's give me respectable, if, you're if, respectable human being. If you give me yeah, a hot coffee, I'll throw it in your face. I should have. I should have made you guys give me coffee when you guys worked for me. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. why you do. I think yeah, you, you guys always came in with coffee. I should have been yeah. like, oh, give me a coffee. Although I wouldn't I would have paid you. And I would have paid you too much, so it's a good thing I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um I, I'm a huge iced coffee guy. I think iced coffee is one of the like, like, I don't drink hot coffee, coffee. Ice coffee, it, black, but iced coffee is the way it. to go by case far. closed. Someone like someone like looked at me like I was crazy for drinking iced coffee in the winter, and I was like, "What? You don't have cold drinks in the winter?" It was like, "Well, it's cold." Yeah. 
was like, yeah, do you drink water? Do you yeah. drink, like, boiling water in the yeah. winter? Yeah, what do you want me to go? Out? No, uh, you drink cold water. Drink okay. soup like uh, Willy Wonka's father? Like, get out of here. What do I yeah. Like? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I think this was a, a good episode. I think we talked about a lot of uh, crucial stuff. Um, Big Red, uh, you did well. <laughs> we didn't like the, enthousi- the lack of enthusiasm you had behind our anti-fighting um, part, but we'll we'll cover that in the HR meeting that you won't be invited to. Well, yeah, you know what? I'm just trying to become a little more understanding and empathetic towards the plight of a dog. You know, it. Well, I got to be okay. honest; it didn't you're sound you're like that. It sounded, yeah. Like if I if I was a, if I'm a listener, no, no, and, you know, maybe better. we're gonna get some emails, gonna get some text uh, about this. Um, I would say people are like Mickey D, Triple G, anti dog fighting, Big Red, so so. I, I think that's what I would have took from this today. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. You didn't even deny. You're like, you're like, oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, we haven't even talked about cock yeah, but or that, cock so I can do right one. There, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So this has been episode seven of Concussion Protocol. Uh, want to thank uh, my my co-hosts uh, Triple G and Big Red for their lovely insights. All right, Lo- and I love we'll you guys. See you again next week. Later.